Hello, this is Ashley Olson, and on behalf of my famous twin sister and I, we'd like to welcome you to this throwback episode of the Tony and Ryan podcast. Tony and Ryan are back on January 3rd with their dumbest idea yet as taking this hot, fun, garbage podcast to a whole new level. Coming up today, you'll hear about the creepiest real estate agent. But first, this is a test to see if Tony Lodge is a bogan. Enjoy. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. How you know you're a bogan, according to the Daily Mail. Now, think Sophie Monk. <laughs> She's openly called herself a bogan. I hope so, because if she, not, that's offensive. No, I don't think that. I don't think that being called a bogan is offensive. Don't you? I don't think it's a. You called me a bogan last week. Oh, was it last week? The week before? I also don't think it's a compliment, though. Is that a fair kind of? Yeah, no, it's not a. It's not a compliment. You know, I, we're about to obviously explain, but do you know what I reckon's worse? Mm. When someone calls you a cashed-up bogan. Ooh. Yeah, I reckon that's mean. This became a thing in Australia because carpenters, electricians, plumbers, even people in mining earned so much money 10 years ago that they were like earning way more than like white-collar jobs. Yeah. And so this term cashed-up bogan became a thing. It's a big thing in WA because people started working on the mines up north. Earning and they, hundreds of thousands a year. Yeah, they were just earning crazy So what did they do with money. it? Well, they spent it on like V8 Holdens and... Jet skis, big screen TVs. Yeah, houses in Baldivis. Like... <laughs> a couch with a built-in fridge. Yeah. <laughs> A, an, an electric recliner couch, like, you know, yeah. Oh, it goes back. Yeah, a sleeve tattoo, you know, cool stuff. <laughs> so I am a, I'm, I'm, grew up around cashed up bogans, yeah. be, like from Perth. Was your family? Uh, I mean, you did go to the Speedway every Friday night. Yeah, when I was a kid, we always went to the Speedway. I don't know if we were cashed up bogan. Maybe not full cashed up, but did you think maybe deep inside somewhere there was a cashed up bogan that could have been unleashed if the timing was right? Definitely. Like Definitely. If, if cash came in, it'd be going straight back out on jet skis. Am I right? Oh no, nah, not jet. But we cars. had. Yeah, my yeah. like my family had cars. cars. Yeah, that's, and that's bogan area. And and boats. Yeah. Good area. Yeah, like boat in the front yard. Yeah. See, we're right on. I don't even have to start reading the list. Yeah, like just explain Tony's life. Well, yeah. this is where I'm nervous for you. Oh, don't. Because I, I just said I it's not offensive. I read this list. I just said it's not offensive and now I'm like, don't say it. <laughs> if I read this list, some are going to say, hang on, is this from the Daily Mail or is this Ryan describing Tony's upbringing? Fuck off. Oh, my God. And okay. the first one will set the tone. Great. This is how you know you're a bogan, according to the Daily Mail. Responding with get fucked when someone tells you some news. Get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a, Is that bogan? Tell it to the Daily Mail, mate. Is that bogan? I just work here. I just read the articles. Is that bogan, though? It's not not bogan. You say get fucked as well. Okay, so we're both uh, one all. I'll score. You. It's the Tony and Ryan off for who's a bogan. Growing up, you had a fridge in the lounge room and a deep freezer in the laundry or garage. 
we did <laughs> we did have a deep freezer in the laundry. Yep. Um, but we didn't have a fridge in the lounge room. How many fridges did you have? We had two. Yeah, see, it's implying but that it was, you had a fridge in the kitchen and you needed a fridge somewhere else, so you just got to find a spot for it. But it was in a it was in a bar, like we had a bar room. <laughs> oh, is that worse? <laughs> a what? Sorry? N- nothing. You had a bar? Yeah, we had a bar room. What do you mean a bar room? Like, so a room in our house that was like... The bar. Yeah. It was actually really cool. So it's like built up and it had like a bar bench and stuff and all of the um, all of the seats had like little plaques like engraved of like my dad's mates and stuff. <clears throat> you fucking hell. This yeah. is real Bogan area. Did you have that? No. Did you have a fridge? In- you had one fridge. Fuck off. Who's got one fridge? Us and other non-Bogan people. Did you have a deep freezer? No, we had a freezer attached to the fridge. Like there's one thing. Fridge at the top, fridge at the bottom. Okay. Same. Oh, no. Okay. Number three, you had a bar. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. I wonder if, is it an American thing as well to have bars or is it purely Bogan Australia? I don't know. But, yeah, ours was like a proper, like it was always stocked. Like they had every type of alcohol, like cocktail shakers, like like really gorgeous like crystal glasses. As you know, and I've said it a million times, sorry to annoy everyone about it, that I'm like looking for a house at the moment. Yeah, no, that's not annoying. And it's exciting. so we go to open houses and a lot of like older places from the 70s and 80s will have a bar in like the rumpus room. But now... Having a bar is chic as fuck. It's the type of bar, though. Yeah. Because these are like the big bench thing and just like in a beer fridge where New has like a nice wall for your spirits and your nice, and a we wine had that. fridge. I mean, it wasn't chic, but it was like proper. Number four. Fucking hell. I'm, it's three versus one at the moment, by the way, for Tony. You had a boat out the front. <laughs> oh, Ryan. Number five. Two boats? Two boats? Oh, we're not cashed up bogus. We just have two boats in the front yard. So one's like a really nice one. The Sunday, and, the Sunday boat. And then the other one was... Just for a run around town. Like a, like a dinghy boat for like Dad to go fishing, fishing. off. Yeah. Fish. Oh. Uh, next one, there was pictures of your dad from fishing trips holding up fish. Probably near the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are pictures of us like surfing. Probably not him fishing, but pictures of us surfing. Okay. If he had caught something worth taking a photo of, would it have been up? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'll give myself half a point. <laughs> uh, next one. When you finish a bag of chips or shapes, you shake the bag to get the last of the flavouring. No, I don't do that because I think that's foul. I agree. It's messy. I just hate it. Yeah, because you dump it and then it just goes all over your clothes. Would you yep. lick your finger and then like... Wipe it up. No, I don't think so. Okay, no, me neither. Okay, oh, you get a point for that. That's Bogan. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really? Oh, okay. Yep. When, <laughs> oh. when you're in charge of the food shopping, you live off either supermarket pasta salad or cheese and bacon rolls. That is that was not on the Daily Mail. Are you calling the Daily Mail lies? No, I'm calling you Their a liar. Their legal team will fucking... No, Light you. you up. Link in bio, link in bio. I'm calling you a liar. Is Did it really swear on our friendship that it said specifically cheese and bacon rolls? Why are you accu- What are you accusing me of? This is defamation. You call me a liar. Swear on our friendship that it said specifically cheese and bacon rolls because you know that when I was batching it the other week <laughs> that I lived off cheese and bacon rolls... <laughs> 
I would like for you to look me in the eye mm-hmm. and tell me that the Daily Mail article specifically said cheese and bacon rolls. Number nine. Okay, being very- a fucking jerk, that's a bogan point for you. <laughs> Number nine gets very defensive about the cheese and bacon rolls. Okay, two points to me. <laughs> Hey, this is Ashley Olsen, and you're listening to a throwback episode of Tony. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Try Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost, built for WordPress creators by WordPress experts. With 100% uptime, incredible load times, and 24-7 WordPress priority support, your sites will be lightning fast with global reach. And with Bluehost Cloud, your sites can handle surges in traffic no matter how big. Plus, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. Get started now at Bluehost.com. Ryan. Um, in Melbourne at the moment, yes. over the last year or so, house prices are through the roof. Oh, and the I'm, fucking COL, cost of living. Cost of living is yeah. crazy. The Interest inflation. rates are going up. And I'm pretty sure it's the same in Sydney, yeah. in Auckland. Um, oh. I believe a lot of the world's major cities, it, it's just one of those trends where everything's getting real expensive. Why? What? You're a finance guy. Just, just, the, just the economy. There's a fucking economy. There's the economy. Well, it's, I mean. The war has made things more expensive. What I think. it all comes down to is supply and demand. That's and, good. And ultimately, uh, the way that we need to look at this is from a... Um, from a strategic perspective, and the way <laughs> that can I go. sounded pretty no, good. No, you sound real good. Um, and ultimately, uh, with the inflation pressures, we just need to um, think about supply and demand. <laughs> um, what's your stance on where should we go with monetary policy given the inflationary pressures? Uh, well, I'm actually not here to speak about that today. Um, so I could hand your question off to one of my colleagues, uh, but currently we're just staying on on topic. Which is supply and demand. <laughs> <laughs> I said supply and demand like twelve times. That's all it is, right? <laughs> That's well. I mean, you're actually not wrong. <laughs> Um, So uh, something that's been happening in Melbourne, and again, wherever you are, this might be the case, but say you see a house and it says online, let's say between 600,000 and 700,000. You know it's gone for one point nut. And then it goes to an auction and it's like, because like, so if it's between six and seven and you're like, oh, we've got maybe 680, we're, you know, we maybe might be in here. Maybe we're in a chance, yeah. And then it goes to auction for 1.2 and you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? And there's just no hope for anybody, like people that are hoping to buy a house. Like I think Torbs and I, my partner, we've mm-hmm. been together for eight years and we're kind of just like, we're, I guess we're just happy to rent forever. Because. I guess that's our reality and that's fine because we choose to live in the city. That's yep. what we want to do. But I think. Have a courtyard be- as big as it is, at, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I couldn't afford to buy something like that. No way. <laughs> Not that fucking courtyard. No way. None of us could. <laughs> it's like a fucking football field. It really is. Um, <laughs> so, but you kind of develop this language with the real estate agents. You kind of go like, 
Oh, so you like get them on side? Yeah, but you like I don't want to waste my time. But they also it's a waste oh. of their time if they explain this house to me and it turns out I'm nowhere near it. So you kind of go like, and here's the line I've been using. Oh, uh, the people selling the house. What would they be happy with? That sounds very professional. Yeah, because then you get a oh, if they got eight hundred, they'd be really happy with that. And you go, okay, well at least we kind of. Yeah. Sort of trying to figure out where we are. Because their aim is to get the highest price, Mm. but yours is to pay the least. So you don't want to give the game away. Yeah, but say if someone wanted a house and they had $1.2 million to spend and they look online and they go, oh, well, I'm not going to go to the house that's going for $700,000 because I can get way better than that. So they go to the ones that are in their price range, but they're going for $1.9. And so the whole thing's out. The whole system's out of order. It's the supply and demand. It's the, so it's the supply and depend. Yeah, it's the inflation pressures. So this one guy last week, mm-hmm. oh, and a lot of real estate agents are nice. They go, hey, it's a wild ride. Things are going for more. Like, it's hard to say, but, you know, we're hoping around here. And you go, well, yeah. I, I appreciate you trying. Yeah. And some guys are just fuckheads. So one guy, oh. I said, hey, mate, it's going to auction next week. Yeah. What's the ballpark? What do you reckon? Like, am I in the game here? Is yeah. it even worth me coming down? Yeah. And he goes... What's it going to go for? <laughs> well, that's up to you guys. And gave me the oh, little pointer finger what guns. What a flog. What? I would have thrown up on him and walked out. Because <laughs> I'm a professional woman. You're a professional woman. You don't have time to be wasted. That, oh, that just fucks me off. I'm like, I know that you're just trying to be like diplomatic and whatever, but you're actually just acting like a cockhead. If someone finger guns me, oh. I don't like you. I don't know where people are getting off with finger guns. They don't work for you. It's not looking good. You think you're being a hotshot? You look like a fucking idiot. And is it to like break the... Are you trying to be like, whoa, like, so you don't have to give an answer, but it's like, I've done something crazy. I've distracted you. Like, what is it yeah, for? Yeah, that's why I was like, what, yeah, what is your end game here? Because I, I'm i just annoyed now. So In my opinion, they should have taken finger guns away when they did the amnesty. Handguns, <laughs> finger guns, take them all away. <laughs> that's a very Australian Go. joke. <laughs> No, what? No semi-automatic or automatic weapons in Australia. Yeah. Or handguns. Or, or finger guns. All return. Take to the, the government. finger guns away. The buyback scheme. Yeah, the buyback. <laughs> Take the fucking finger guns with that you. That guy's he's got no hands. What happened? Buyback. Hey mate, you hold him. <laughs> anyone with hands? You're what? like, oh, I don't know about that. Put that back in the holster, yeah. sweetheart. <laughs> anyway. So he goes, oh, you guys should come down to the auction though. It's going to be great. Um, we've got pizza and a DJ. What? <laughs> It's next Thursday night in Coburg for Should those we playing at home. We go have a party. Well, free I'm, dinner. But I'm like, are you in the business of selling houses, or are you just <laughs> come down for the pizza and the DJ, or whatever? Can you? Sorry, sidebar. Mm-hmm. Can you please promise me mm-hmm. that if you buy a house at auction that has like pizza and a DJ, or yeah. whatever, and that like you're holding a piece of pepperoni, and then you win the house, like they go sold, and you buy, and then you go. Oh, most expensive pizza pizza I've ever bought. <laughs> you have to promise me. One point two million for a piece of pepperoni. Oh, should have gone to bloody Coles. Domino's would have been cheaper. You have to promise me. Okay. I promise you, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Continue with your story. <laughs> oh, that was an expensive cup of coffee. So there's a there's a pizza shop across the road. It's on Bell Street in Coburg for those in Melbourne. And the idea of the pizza was that's to, like a fucking cool area yeah. as well. Yeah. So the idea was to kind of like he's like yeah. So you get a feel of the the neighbourhood, like you know the pizza shop. And I'm like, it's oh, quite a good idea. I was, but I was like, mate, you know most places have a local pizza shop. Yeah. Most places in Melbourne and Australia and the world have a pizza shop in their vicinity. Yeah. Like, hey, Brit, 
If we move to Coburg, you know what they've got? Pizza. A pizza place. It's like fucking Little Italy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like not that shocking. And the most exciting part about moving to a new place is punching in the new address and looking at the Uber Eats. Yeah, checking out the new... Oh, yeah. yeah. And you open it up and you go, oh, look at all these new places. Yeah. There's like, pizza on the list. Uh, yeah. Here's what I was most intrigued by, though. Okay. And the two of us... We are doing a job we love right now. You and I, yeah, yeah my um, God. But we have also done jobs that we haven't loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes when you're starting out in an industry, you do what you got to do. Totally. Cut your teeth kind of thing. Who's this young DJ <gasps> doing auctions? <laughs> and, oh. I, and I'm actually like, hey, power to you, mate. You get a paid job, you take it's it. It's a good gig, yep, yeah. One day you'll be doing big clubs and whatever. But for a Thursday night, and I'm guessing you'll probably get a bit of pizza, um, <laughs> he's like, I'm a vegan, so make sure that you get, you know, an artichoke pizza. Yeah. So you know how you get those. Um, so I thought of this later, and nice. I thought this was the funniest thing ever. But uh, the next minute, we'll show it's not that funny. <laughs> you know how in a club, some DJs will play music, and others are like, "All right, everyone, let's go!" And yeah. they like get right into it. Yes, and DJ on the ones and twos, yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. So imagine. That's where this guy wants to get to, and he's been booked for an auction. He's <laughs> like, "All right, everyone, put your hands in the air!" But, but not now because we're bidding. <laughs> oh, he's like, "Okay, one twenty-three Fake Street, Coburg." <laughs> like- <laughs> Who's ready for an ensuite? <laughs> I rate that, and I hope that that's actually what they do. Oh, uh, Mr. Ryan John Dunn, was that a bit of 1.23? No, I was just raising my hands no, to raise I'm the roof. I was just raising the roof. <laughs> Get a building inspection because I raised the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Does this roof come this raised all the time or is it just because this guy's dropping Beyonce? Do you come with the house? <laughs> all right, so I did a poll in the Tony and Ryan Facebook group. Yes. Who are the sleaziest salespeople? Is it A, finger gun DJ hiring real estate agents? Is it car sales? And I was surprised that someone else, Lillian Tabasco, she added her own category. Yeah. And it was a spicy hot category. Nice. (laughs) The people in the middle of shopping centres. Oh. The worst thing about them is that they guilt you. They make you feel really bad. When I was in... By the way, you know they get paid by commission, right? Oh, really? So when you Big get... mistake. So when you get paid... You give a $10 donation. Yeah. They get like 20... They get $2. But it's a donation. But like... That's like the administrative costs of the charity. Sure. So but it's when like they- when you donate online, they're like, oh, do you want to cover the costs as well? So then it's instead of $10, mm. it's $10.50 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So they get... They don't like on an hourly rate and they're not, in inverted commas, volunteers... They're salespeople looking for a commission. They don't care about the thing any less than you do. Yeah, right. So when I lived in Canberra, um, the sort of main street there, always people, and you know, like international students, like trying to earn some bucks with her. And, you know, you see them coming and you're like, don't look at them, don't look at them, don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact. And this guy's like, hey, mate, how you doing? I was like, oh, good, thanks. And he goes, oh, today we're talking about... um, and I know it's like the cliche th- thing to say, but he was actually it was actually like um, kids in Africa. Yeah. And I was like, mate, like World Vision or something. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, mate, I, I actually I've got a meeting. I, I I can't stop and chat. 
and just tried to like walk through and be polite and just go, oh, all the best, but Thanks. I can't today. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> and you know what he says? As I was already past him. Oh, so you hate African kids, do you? How are you supposed to respond? Like, I know that they're doing a job, but how are you actually supposed to respond to that? Like, what do you do? Like, I'm actually just uncomfortable thinking about that situation. Because I don't want people to think that. But it, uh... Tony, do you hate that? No. Oh, I mean, I know you. How many times have you donated to African kids in the last hour? <laughs> well, zero. You I've do been, hate them. I've been working. You fucking hate them. Yeah, so do you expect me to turn around and go, oh... Yeah, I do. Thanks. <laughs> like, what are you, like, what are you supposed to fucking say to that? I thought that was the rudest thing I ever heard. And I mentioned this on the radio when I was in Canberra, and the phones go crazy, yeah. as it did in our Facebook group. People are like, it happens all the time. Those people, are, I don't want to... They're working for a... Cha- it's like, I can't be mean to you because you work for a charity. <laughs> yeah, but it happened... To, so it happened to me last week, and it was for people like... Yeah, a charity or something. Mm. And I was walking towards Coles and I had like my bag in my hand and my phone in my hand as well. Yep. And I'm pretty sure I was texting you like... Don't drag me into your story. No, no, no. no. But, I, but like I, was, I wasn't pretending to like be on the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's a clear I was, oh. I was actually like on my phone. And this hey, girl... Hey, Ryan, it's Tony. I'm just texting you so it looks like I'm texting. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, hello. Is that my mum mom on the phone? <laughs> Ah, hello, mum. I don't know. What anyway. an inconvenient time for you to call. I was just about to donate to the African children. Yeah, but now you've got back from the dead. I've got to take it. This, sorry, it's my dead mum on the phone. I've got to take What's it. What's your excuse for not donating? My mum's alive. She's risen from the grave. And I walked pa- and kind of gave it a bit of a wide, wide berth. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, hey, you look really friendly. Wrong. To me. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God, I am. And so I don't want to say, like, yes. And I just went, I'm on my phone like this. I'm, like, texting. And I was like, thanks, and kept walking. (laughs) Who do you think you Thank you. Yeah, I know. I am. (laughs) I'm actually a 10 out of 10 glamour as well. Yeah, I'm a really great person. Thank you so much for noticing. (laughs) I have a great personality. Yeah, I'm a fucking glowing star And then you put your head down and just kept walking? Yeah, and just kept walking. And then she said something. Like, she obviously, like... Is that Tony Lodge? No, 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 not like that. Could you imagine? like, yeah. If they, if they said you Tony Lodge, they would have got $10 million. <laughs> yeah, I would have been my like, house, tap my car. Tap the, have the courtyard. Yeah. Have <laughs> my Frank Green water bottle. <laughs> hey, this is Ashley Olsen, and thanks for listening to this throwback episode of Tony and Ryan. My love is Sia is this podcast. It always puts a smile on my face and always lifts my mood. And you can't forget about the amazing TARP community that's involved. You fucking love to see it. Tony and Ryan are back January 3rd. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>